The following marketing information and discussion is provided for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as professional guidance or consultancy. You should find an agency for that. Comexis is a digital marketing agency, so feel free to hire us. But otherwise, just enjoy the show. everyone, welcome to The Buyer's Journey by Comexis, a discussion-based podcast on the ever-changing marketing landscape that affects how your customers and clients purchase, ultimately optimizing, ultimately optimizing your marketing efforts. I'm Matthew McGordy, the social media content producer here at Comexis. I am Len Ward, the managing partner at Comexis. And I'm Josh Lyons, the digital marketing coordinator here at Comexis. So today we are talking about Instagram creating a new ad format for branded content, uh, and that is branded content typically from influencers. And when you hear influencers, you think of two stages of the buyer's journey. You think of consideration and you think of advocacy. But today we're talking about the consideration stage of the buyer's journey. So if you haven't listened to yesterday's podcast or our podcast from last week, the consideration stage of the buyer's journey is when somebody is considering your brand, your product, your service to solve a problem or need that they became aware of in the awareness stage of the buyer's journey. And there's a lot of aspects to the consideration stage. I won't um, get super detailed into it, but one aspect of it is people looking for reviews, looking for um, influencers talking about your product, reviewing your product, giving hands-on previews, things like that. Um, and that's exactly what we are talking about here today with Instagram's new ad format. Um, so Instagram is creating a new ad format, and the idea behind this was that until now, brands could hire popular Instagram users to work on ad campaigns and promote products with branded content, but the posts could only reach the followers of that influencer. So basically, these brands paid influencers and the influencers just posted on their Instagram feed, on their Instagram stories, but it really couldn't expand outwards um, in a way that you know ideally you would want, right? Um, but now, branded content ads let the advertisers promote these Instagram posts just like they would any ad. So now you're basically getting the Facebook equivalent, the Instagram equivalent of a Facebook boosted post specifically for branded influencer content. We have a, a quote from Ashley Yuki, an Instagram product management lead. She says, brands are seeing that this branded content ad product sometimes helps overcome challenges they have with organic branded content. They're exploring ways that brands can amplify branded content. Uh, right now, it is not open to all during its testing, uh, but pretty soon, oh sorry, it is not open to all during testing, um, but shortly enough people will be able to apply to join the partner program. So what do we guys, what do we think about this? So if I'm correct here, this advertising, so if I'm, if I'm Coca-Cola and I want to work with an influencer, my ad is only going to show to that influencer's direct audience who's following them on Instagram. Prior to this change. Prior to this. Yes. So now that I'm doing a change, I'm Coca-Cola, I can boost an ad like I'm doing on Facebook, and I can also do friends of friends and people are similar to this. So from what I understand here, the post would get shared on the Instagram followers, uh, sorry, the Instagram influencers feed, and then you are boosting the ad just like you would oh, any like other Facebook. ad type. Okay, I yeah. got it. Okay. Okay. Why weren't they doing this before? Uh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I think other platforms have done this before. If I remember correctly, when I go on Twitter 
and I go down and you see like an influencer for what, whatever they do, and it actually has the promoted button and it could say promoted by blank company. It's, is it that, but now on Instagram? Kind of. So, I mean, I mean, it is that. It's, yeah. it's the same thing with, for example, on Facebook, if you worked with a branded content, uh, 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 sorry, if you worked with an influencer on branded content, you kind of mark each other that, oh, we're working with these people, and then you were to boost the post. But yeah, I mean, Twitter's an excellent example of that. I will say the, the thing with Twitter is that you could theoretically boost and promote any tweet. Because of the retweeting. Be, not, not because of the retweeting, just in general. For example, Dasani, I think it was Dasani, might have been, no, it was Britta. Britta water, water filters were promoting tweets from people who were talking about how good Britta water filters were. And they're allowed to just pay to promote that tweet. Oh, interesting. You don't need, like, an influencer. It's just a random Twitter user. This is different in that it's a specific branded partner that's able to run as an ad. They were Brita's allowed to do that without... What if, what if I put something up, I'm drinking at Brita, is there some kind of... Fun of that's interesting. Wow. I don't know. I don't know the specific legalities, but I know things like tweets because they are public. That's why people, for example, can say on BuzzFeed or something, just make an entire article out of tweet mentions and replies and things, and the people in those tweets can't get them removed and they can't get any compensation because they're openly posted to the Twitter. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's kind of what it is. It's just Britta seeing this and being able to, like, well, I can promote this tweet, put some ad dollars behind right. it. Right. The one, the one example that I think correlates to this article since since April is when Game of Thrones starts. Um, I actually saw uh, a video ad from Oreos mm -hmm. promoting Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. and they spelled Oreo in the Game of Thrones letters, and then it expanded out to Game of Thrones because you could fit Oreo in Game of Thrones, and it actually had sponsored by Game of Thrones, but it was an Oreo tweet. So is... I'm assuming it's basically that. That's just like a brand sponsorship. That's the same way how, like, if 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 Coca-Cola was advertising with the Philadelphia Eagles, that that's the same thing. That would be different from something like that. Okay. Well, I was just that. saying it was going to be that, but in, in in on an Instagram side, it would be if Kendall Jenner posted something about Oreos, and then only people on her following could see it, but it wouldn't technically be that. That's how it would have worked before this update. Okay. Because now you take that post, that, let's just say it's Kendall Jenner, mm -hmm. now it's being boosted like any other Instagram ad. So, okay. So, so, so you're, getting, you're getting the verification of the Instagram user. On top of it. On top of on it running feed. as an actual ad. Okay. So, so the comparison to Twitter was actually pretty spot on. It's just the, the problem with Twitter is you, anybody can really boost any tweet that they want, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I I agree with you, Len. I don't. I'm I'm shocked it took them this long to do that because I think this is a a, a perfectly sensical sensical evolution of people advertising on Instagram. Um, it just makes sense to me. Here's some numbers. Instagram has more than 1 billion monthly active users, and influencer marketing on Instagram is expected to be a $2 billion market in 2019, according to Media Kicks, an influencer agency. Um, just because this is, I mean, this is a pretty straightforward piece. Um, I'm interested in hearing your guys' thoughts on how you think this will play 
when we start thinking about influencers who could potentially um, either have fake followers, be kind of in bot networks and things like that. Now, I will say before I, I toss this over to you, Instagram has done a very good job of purging um, fraudulent followers and fraudulent uh, likes and things like that on their platform. That they did one most recently in mid-February, um, and the Facebook and Instagram are also suing uh, some Chinese companies over fake accounts. I will link that in, in the blog article. We're not going to get too much into that. But do you guys think that that is a serious concern given the way that Instagram's been purging them recently? Do you think that that's just something that's inevitably going to happen sometimes? It's a concern. I mean, uh, we've been back and forth on the, on the influencer marketing. Um, I know if I'm correct, Ran Fiskin from Moz, who's now run Spark Toro. I believe his product, Spark Toro, actually, if you go through it, can actually identify who's a legitimate follower or not. So you go to Twitter, his stuff's real good. Uh, really good product that he put out there. So I think that's going to really help. I do think the influencer marketing is the new horizon. I do believe that is where ad dollars are going to go to. So it's not it's not even as much as putting ad dollars. We're not there yet. We're probably about 18 months to maybe two, three years out to where your ad dollars are not necessarily, you're not thinking about putting it on t in a buyer's journey, Facebook, Twitter, things like that. You may be thinking, okay, well, we'll be on Facebook, but these are the influencer vessels that we're going to have to go through because at 3,000 ads a day, you got to try to figure out how do I get my ad to speak clearer to that person. First filter is, okay, well, I'm on Facebook. Second filter is, hey, that's a person I follow or an influencer I like. Third filter is, okay, they're talking to me about something I may potentially like. So we're not quite there yet, but I think it's the beginning of it. So, yeah, and with that, if you go through it, the number one thing with influencer marketing, if you go through... 100% of influence marketers, I would bet you go across the board, at the bare minimum, 25% of people are completely fake on there. And you have to remember that. So it's very, very easy to buy Twitter followers. It's very, very easy to buy uh, Instagram followers. So for me, unless it's a really, really well-known influencer marketer, I'm just not there with clients at dollars yet, although it's coming. Yeah, I mean, to sort of piggyback on that, I, I think it makes sense where down the line, whether it's 18 months to two or three years, you're gonna have businesses that don't have as big of a following online. They, they obviously wanna develop it and continue to grow, um, but you would like to use an influencer that has a bigger following, whether since we're in the consideration phase and it sort of works into the awareness and consideration together, when you have a product that you have a small following but not as much of a following as you want, instead of paying money to throw it on Facebook and put, put it on Instagram, which you still should, on top of that, you add an influencer who has a much larger following that, if anything, you're just getting pure awareness out of it because when someone that you follow is using a product that you have no idea about or service, it at least makes you think about it, become aware of it, and then if you like that influencer, you might already consider using that product they might immediately follow you, and then boom, you can now post more content on top of that to get them to jump into the purchase stage. So, you know, we, we say that doing paid advertising online is important, because it is, but I think down the line, when, when you have the ability and the, the ad spend to use an influencer, it's just gonna enhance it even more. Yeah, it resonates with the, with the, resonates with the, um, with the audience a lot more. So, yeah, again, just to kind of clarify again, it's, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter advertising is great right now, but then to be able to go deeper and say we're going to advertise with this influencer where we know that market is directly ours, yeah, you're, you're moving into a different layer, and it'll be, it'll be good for advertising once you get there. 
So. Yeah, absolutely. I think you guys have, have said it perfectly. I have nothing else to add to that. So thank you, everybody, for, t for listening in to today's episode of The Buyer's Journey. Please check us out on Comexus.com, YouTube, and anywhere you can get your podcasts, including the iTunes Podcast Store and Spotify. And please follow us on Twitter at Buyer's underscore Journey. Thanks for listening in. Check us out tomorrow. Bye.